The Lux Ups here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by mybookie.ag. That's right, mybookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for 100% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Up to $1,000 in free credits on your initial deposit. Make sure you get in on that, especially in time for the holiday season where we got all kinds of bowl games, college basketball, NBA, NFL, playoffs are heating up. Good time to get involved, and don't forget about the online casino when you want to avoid your in-laws this holiday season. So everybody head over to mybookie.ag, use promo code LSH. With me this week, we got the big dick swinging uh, co-host of the college experience with our buddy Colby. Everybody, he is uh, the, uh, he is the, the third leg of the tripod of the college experience. How, how about that? You like that one? Oh, man. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm stealing that. Everybody, Pat, former JMU defensive back, Patty C. Patty, how you doing, bud? I am doing great, brother. How you living? I do. I'm good. Actually, I'm getting over pink eye, believe it or not. Um, yeah, that's how, that's oh, the kind of shit. degenerate life I'm living. And I wish it was from, like, eating the stripper's <laughs> ass. But I, I honestly think it's... <laughs> I think it's from uh, getting some weed caught in my eye at work because uh, I, I work in the ah. cannabis industry. And, uh, yeah, I think I got some keef stuck in there and it caused an infection and I'm, I'm getting over it. It's still a little tender, uh, but I, I'm on antibiotic <laughs> eye drops. Uh, I, I I don't I'm not contagious anymore or anything. I, God, I hope not. And uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm getting over that. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm a little late doing Either the episode way. this week. Because normally I would do the episode like hey, on Tuesday or so, and it would come out tonight. But uh, I, I, I'm rushing production on this one. But it's cool because I really wanted to get you on. Because first off, I think I'm going to do this now with my guests. Because if you go over to the Sports Gambling Podcast app or website, you can see the college experience spreadsheet where Patty, Colby, and Nick make their picks every week or every day for all these college basketball games. And last night, I was like, you know, Patty's going to be on the show tomorrow. And I, I got home from work like at 5.30, and the 6 o'clock slate was about to start. And I was like, you know what? There's eight games coming up. I have, tw- uh, I have like 25 bucks in this account. I'm going to put uh, – I'm going to split it up in these eight games, 20 bucks in these eight games, and let's see. So I put 250 each, and let's just see how they do. My brother – now, the UCLA game was postponed due to COVID, so that's a push. You know, I didn't lose any money. I didn't win any money on that one. But the rest of those seven went six and one, my dude. Woo! Yeah, buddy. I mean, let me tell you what, though. Even a blind dog finds a bone some days because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to our audience. And say, say I've been on fire this year. Now, my locks are pretty darn good so far this year. I'm hitting probably in like the high 50s to 60 range, you know, on locks. But overall, I'm still under 500. That said, that's pretty typical because – uh, the first it's hard to judge it to me before New Year's. Season, you, yeah, exactly. Exactly. A, I'm focused on football more, you know, at this point in the yeah. year. And then B, like, you have to just wait and see a little bit as these teams figure, like, try and find their ass from a hole in the wall, you know. And and they're completely different teams. Now the transfer portal is going so crazy. So all the preseason prognostication you can do doesn't mean shit until they start playing. I don't ball. really like judging teams until I've seen them play about, like, seven or eight conference games. Then I, I think I get a feel yeah. for them because then at least at that point they've gone on the road in big environments enough for me to get an idea of what they're made of, and that's kind of how I look yeah. at college basketball. Like, and I also know like the way these some of these teams are. Right, there are teams right now where we're not even thinking about them that are going to be making a run this March. Yeah, you, you know, like true. that's good. That's going to come out of nowhere somewhere. Like my Bruins were last year, the darlings of the Final Four. All right, dude. But yeah, dude, what, I, what I a run. 
I gotta tell you though, man, that was a fun little uh, six and one night last night. There was a couple of those like the where Washington State was up on New Mexico like thirteen at the half. Or something I was like, ah, oh, no way. I think New Mexico State came back and won yeah. that, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, uh, yeah, I think co- they won on a buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah, they co- but covered that plus seven and a half very easily. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I'm that Denver over UC San Diego pick. Yeah, Denver is a college basketball team. I, I'm not talking about the Nuggets. Denver beat <laughs> UC San Diego in a nice little uh, – that was a nice little win for them. Uh so, no, I, very good. Uh, but, dude, we got some exciting action because, like I said at the top, you are a former JMU defensive back, and they are playing. So, if you're listening to this, I'm I'm going to release this Thursday night. So, if you're listening to this Friday, it's going to be tonight. Uh, and if not, you missed it. If you're listening to this after, you missed it. Uh, James Madison University versus uh, the North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome FCS championship oh, fucking Here national semifinals. Again. Dude, this is what I got really into the FCS this year because this is the first year I got ESPN Plus, and so now I'm like watching a lot of these games, yeah. like a lot of these random games I normally would never have watched. And dude, some of these small programs are a lot of fun. Now these two, you could say the last decade so at least they have been the premier teams at this level. I know Sam yeah, Houston State won I mean, it yeah, last there's year. No arguing. Yeah, that was a great run for them. I, I called it a uh, luck city because I know they're not in Houston, but it's close enough and uh, throwing it back to clutch city uh, back in the nineties for the Houston Rockets. This team was luck city, including the epic collapse we had in the uh, semifinals against them. So, Hey, but get credit where it's due. They, they, they won. They came back in both the semifinals and the national championship against South Dakota state and they were champs. But I think that is a bit of a, aberration in terms of who the real elite is in college football not that they're far off but i think jmu and north dakota state are definitely one and two or one two depending on where you want to go i guess you got to put north dakota state number one still but we're looking to change that tomorrow yeah and i mean i i would have rather see the bracket work out where they were playing in the championship because i think this would be a great championship game but we're getting in the national semifinal which is great but james madison looked fucking great last week uh after their win i realized well they're in the final four now and the other three teams aren't decided, so I just took a shot and I grabbed them at plus four fifty to fucking win it all. So let's fucking go, guys. Let's get this nice, done, nice. dude. Yeah, I'm in on these guys. I, I will say this: uh, all these teams are completely legit. And a matter of fact, I don't know, you know, which one is the best. I guess you got to put North or uh, rather a Montana State kind of in the in the fourth spot there, but they could easily be the best. I mean, uh, honestly, from are, what North I Dakota saw, State isn't who the because I watched all those games last weekend. Dude, Montana State might might have looked like the best team on the field last weekend. Just in terms of recency bias. Yeah. How do they look? Like, their defense was fast. Getting after the quarterback. Really, really getting after it. And uh, that quarterback, Malat, this kid can fucking ball. And it's only like, what? That was technically like his first career start. Like, he had appeared in a few other games. But, like, that was like his yeah. first start. Dude, like, I mean, it's just a, a cool storyline uh, there. He's got some weeds, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He's like a little bit of a dual threat, right? Totally. And, I mean, because he's kind of a smaller guy. He's like, he's kind of like a Russell Wilson, but more of a runner than the thrower that Russ is. Like, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's yeah. an exciting kid to watch. Like, um, he's one of those, like, FCS quarterbacks you can see being a coach one day. He's got an instinct for it all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, he's got a feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't quite have the measurables for, like, the uh, big time. But no, no, a yeah. baller all the way. Yep. But- 
Uh, okay, so JMU at North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome, plus four and a half. I'm getting this is off my Boyd app that I'm going off of right now, because um, this is where I have I have thirty five bucks in this account. You and me are gonna have some fun with this, with this, some bowl games, and maybe uh, work some uh, college basketball in with it too. So, all right, I'm seeing yeah, buddy, plus four and a half, plus one seventy two on the James Madison side, over under at forty seven and a half. North Dakota State's minus two fifteen money line. Patty, give me a reason to not go just JMU fucking plus 172 money line right now. And here's my my handicap for this, by the way, too. I mean, I do have an angle I'm working with. Uh, James Madison, they uh, have they are the most disrespected team left in this thing. Like, they, uh, I mean, I, because based like, on what happened at the end of the regular season, that that is true. Yep. Uh, if, do you want to explain what happened where they kind of got dicked over in these? Uh... Yeah, they're number two in the stats poll. They're number two in the coaches poll. And they've been that way for weeks over North North Dakota State. And uh, then once the, the, the vote comes out, you know, and the, and the seating comes out, oh, voila, North Dakota State's ahead of them. I wonder if that has anything to do with James Madison jumping up to the FBS next So year. that's, that's hmm. the other part of this. So, okay, the seating element was fucked up, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of clarified that because I, I knew the seating got fucked up, but I didn't know exactly, you know, what was the fucking major scandal about the seating element of it. But the other part is, is they're moving yeah. up to the Sun Belt Conference, right, at the FBS level. Yeah, beginning in 2023, and because of that, their conference right now, the Colonial Athletic Association, is basically kicking them out next year, so they won't be able to play any conference games, and therefore, if they they can't play in the conference, they won't be able to make a run into the playoffs. So this is even though it's their second to last year at the FCS level, this is their last chance at a fucking uh, FCS national championship. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is kind of their last chance at an FCS championship because um, where that really affects JMU is on the basketball court because they have one of the better teams in the CAA this year in basketball. Yeah. But they're not going to be allowed to play in the conference tournament, and that's probably the only way that a CAA team is going to get into the Yeah, they're NCAA only sending one team. They're they're only sent CAA is only sending one team to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. yeah, so they're basically screwing JMU even if they are the best team. And so it's a complete dick job by the CAA. But uh, the um, the football team is going to be playing like half FBS, half FCS uh, next year, and just basically taking a year as a as a wild card. So you're saying coming uh, up in 2020, want to be in the CAA. You're saying this current college basketball season, this current JMU team, they're not going to be eligible for the conference tournament. No. They that, will not be. That's horseshit. They've already. Uh, that is fucking yeah, horseshit. Dude. I could see imposing it next year, like the year before they officially move in. But dude, to do it, drop it right. like that for on this year's on this scholastic year, that is some absolute horseshit. So yeah, they're doing it for the basketball program as well here tomorrow night in the Fargo Dome. I love saying Fargo Dome, dude. Yeah. It's it sounds like a place where just like two dudes battle each other with wood chippers or some shit, like. In the Fargo yeah. Dome. Yeah, that is a Steve Buscemi and that North, other Russian guy. That's right. Just up there with battle axes. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of Paul like Bunyan the, uh, motherfuckers. What's the one from... Uh, yeah, exactly. What, what is it? The Terror Dome? Or what, what the fuck is the one from... Um, Thunderdome? Uh, Mad Max? Mad Max. Yeah, yeah the Thunderdome. 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 Yeah. <laughs> this is Barter Town. Uh, remember? <laughs> What is Barter it? Town is oh is that where it's at? Yeah, yeah no, Mad, remember Mad Barter Town because it's a, uh what is it? Uh Master Blasters, the fucking 
head of barter town where it's the midget that controls the big dude that's right that's right it's like master that's is the little underrated midget. series oh dude yeah. and the new one was great too fucking uh fury road uh uh, that was classic. I but I digress. Yeah, Road, the guys just like hamming out on the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I mean, I could be a pussy. You take James Madison and plus four and a half, but dude, just with all this we're talking about of the revenge, the just the motivation of, hey, we're getting disrespected so hard on so many levels. Let's stick it up there. This is like some major league. Let's throw the pinup lady in the fucking clubhouse. We're going to pull off a piece of clothing every time we score a goddamn touchdown. They're going to run it up tomorrow. We're going to see some nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any going to be any running up going on. I mean, that that's a tough stadium to play in. It is. Look, we, we've lost two national championships to them. So that that's the real motivation. You know, yeah. we went to Frisco twice and came within a touchdown both times. Well, and and on top so, of that, dude, yeah, like, I mean, we got all these angles here. Of, I mean, I just like them as a dog here because, I mean, they are moving up a level along with Sam Houston State, uh, which I think are both going to be great fits for, for the next level, especially when it comes to basketball. Because I think JMU, like, it sucks that these guys get punished this year because it, it, when you think about it, it's like they should, even though with the COVID eligibility rules, a lot of those guys should be able to come back next year, right? I mean, in have a real real chance but it's like yeah, yeah. uh them moving up to the Sun Belt and playing in like a legit mid-major conference i think that helps them basketball wise because the Sun Belt might send two three teams to the tournament give some years you know like way more likely to get them yeah more, oh t- totally way more likely to get more teams I out mean, of there yeah, definitely. If they, if they're able to like rise to the level, and I, I know they just got that new uh whatever it's called Atlantic Bank Arena, I forget the exact name, but it's a pretty slick uh, state of the art uh, basketball arena they got there, and so I think that's helping with recruiting and you know a chance to get a couple more bids from their league. Yeah, maybe we see their basketball come up too. But I'll tell you this: my roommate was a basketball on the JMU uh, or a basketball player on the uh, JMU basketball team. I still went to about one half of one basketball game the entire time I was there. It was not it was not a thing, you know. Well, and they got the better mascot in this situation too. Give me the Dukes over the Bison, you know, like uh mm, I don't know, the I Bison's, know, the bison's pretty, pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know, dude, you got to say I got I got to admit though, dude, fucking FCS teams have the best maybe it's just cuz we're so used to the the FBS schools and their mascots, but FCS mascots are pretty fucking tight, like yeah, I mean, like, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll give that to college, man. Right. They go with the most fucking obscure things. So I'm breaking this down you know? to uh, I mean, um ten uh ten units. So I have thirty five in this particular account right now. I'm dropping three fifty a unit. Um, I'm putting three fifty money line JME right now. Let's fucking go right. In a twin on that one. I like it. All right, look, money line's a great play. Look, we even though we lost to him in uh. Frisco, the last time we went up to Fargo, we handed them an L. And guess what? I think the teams have a similar look to that. I think JMU's the better team. I do, I do too. Like watching, just on re, like I said, recency bias of watching them the last couple of weeks, I think they've been playing better. And and let's not forget, North Dakota State's one of those teams that's running like a two quarterback system. And that usually, it's usually around a semifinal matchup where that kind of shit tends to bite you in the fucking ass, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got two quarterbacks. You got none. So um, I don't know who who's they. They had uh, who is it? Is it uh, Cam Miller? I forget because uh, Quincy Patterson got benched. Right? No, they're they were both playing um, last week. 
They were like rotating drives and shit, dude. Okay, let me let me take a look at uh, Cam Miller because there's one of those dudes that I was pretty impressed with. I think it might have been, uh, yeah, it was Miller. Miller. Miller, I think, is the better quarterback. You know he's got toughness and he's got athleticism. I think Miller was the the better looking one last week too. They did better when he was on the field, but they were rotating him. Um, I do kind of think the under forty seven and a half is a safe play. I think it's going to be a physical kind of more defensive minded game. But I, I'm horrible at totals. That's, dude. that's not that many points, though. <laughs> I don't know. I, I could see this being. Either, I, but, well, I could see this being uh, like a twenty-one sixteen game, something like that. Potentially, I mean, let's take a look at what these teams, uh, you know, outputs have been over the course of the season, offensively and defensively. Oh wow! Uh, Kansas I mean, City Jay- just won in overtime. Travis Kelsey, big touchdown. It's big for my best ball. Uh, actually, uh, I was talking to Pat about that off air, but. I'm in the money in a few best balls right now, and that yeah. that just might have that might have just fucking won me money. So, actually, it did win me money because I had Kansas City oh. minus three tonight. Oh. So yeah, there there there's that. Getting that getting that paper, baby. Getting that cheddar, everybody. Well, I'll say this: you might have a point. That's right. Uh, and some of JMU's tough games now their offense explodes against bad teams. They get up into the 50s and even the 60s. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. against some of the uh, tougher competition they played this year. New Hampshire held them to 23. Villanova held them to 27. Well, and not just that. Uh, I Delaware think both these teams, Richmond home. they both know how good the other team is. And so I think they're going to be playing more conservative ball control type offenses, trying to get longer milk the clock drives, shorten the game a little, because then you only have to fucking, you know, pop a couple times, really, and then you got it. That's true. That's true. And I think uh, JMU's uh, – offense you know it when when it's when they've got the better athletes the 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 far superior athletes and and they do have great wide receivers that's what i saw last week but uh they're not gonna be that much better than north dakota state so they're not gonna be able to lean on that i mean what north dakota state played eastern tennessee state last week and they only dropped 27 on them in a game where they're heavily favored it so i mean like they didn't cover. It yeah, was, they it was twenty-five and a half. I dude, I had Eastern Tennessee State and covered at twenty twenty-seven to three, dude. When they got that field goal, I was like, that's gonna fucking cover this for me. Because I I saw them like <laughs> they can still give up two more touchdowns after that or whatever. And yeah, I got you it. You had ECSU? Yeah, yeah, dude. Beautiful. I went I went four and last Beautiful. week in these FCS games. So yeah, uh look at you, man. You're on fire. But yeah, I, I I'm horrible with totals, but yeah, JMU uh plus one seventy two is my play there. Okay. Before we go into the next, uh, the other game of the national semifinals, there is a sandwich FCS game, my friend. We have the Celebration Bowl. Oh, shit. South Carolina State Bulldogs versus Deion Sanders and Jackson State, dude. Dude, this is what I'm talking about. This is a 9 a.m. Saturday morning game. Uh, If you're not doing anything, fucking watch this one. Because if you haven't watched Deion Coach at Jackson State yet, it's hilarious. The dude wears a full-on, like, velvet jumpsuit with, like, a two-inch gold, like, platinum chain, dude. It is so fucking, like, he brings a whole new swag to sidelines that have never been seen before in college football. Like, oh, he's got the uh, the upside-down backward uh, visor. Yeah, dude. Like, he is so fucking. ridiculous. He is flossing out there, dude. Like, he looks like a guy from The Wire. Like, one of, like, the high-up drug traffickers, like, hanging out in the back counting his millions. Like, Dude, he is fucking. Oh yeah, he's one of the guys that they uh they put the red hat on. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can the, uh, so the cops can identify him in the fucking surveillance yeah, photos. Dude. That's the baller. Deion's yeah. in the red hat. Yeah, he they definitely got to put the red hat on him. Dude. 
Um, all right, so dude, and Jackson State, they're ten and a half point favorite here against South Carolina State. Um, dude, they went eleven and one this season, and what their only loss was to an FBS school, if I'm not mistaken. Terry Terry Bowden's uh, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Monroe. Monroe Warhol. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, dude, this is a fucking battle tested good team. Uh, I kind of like. I mean, I, I don't like that these teams aren't playing in the playoffs, but I do think it's cool that these two conferences where the, the historically black college and universities have kind of decided to play this bowl game at the end of the season. Because it's, dude, it's a cool showcase. And, like, dude, Jackson State just signed the number two fucking player in the country, a fucking sick-ass quarterback. Like, <laughs> So absurd. <laughs> dude, it's so ridiculous. Dude, they're out, they're out recruiting schools like Missouri and Kansas right now. Just, like... Like like yeah, like legit they're out recruiting fucking Alabama for that guy. Yeah, okay, I mean no, overall, yeah, that one. They're in the top fifty, right? They're like they were fifty five before that, dude, and then they signed this guy. So I mean, I imagine they're a top like fifty. I think they're probably jumping in the top forty five, if not top forty. And if a domino yeah. effect, and that's not even counting the transfers that they're getting, where they got like a guy from yeah. like Texas A and M, they got a guy from fucking uh, Southern Miss. I think they got another they got guy, a guy from. Uh, yeah, starter from Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got the guy from Miami. Yeah, the wide receiver, dude. Like, dude, no, like, dude, Dion is building a legit program, and I think that car- that momentum carries over in this bowl game here. Dude, they're at minus – I'm seeing them at minus 105 with this minus 10.5. I am all over that. I think they're going to run up the score. I think they're going to fucking prove that this is the place to play, that they want to elevate not just them but a lot of other, like Grambling and Alcorn. Let's get a lot of these other HBCUs – up to the next level in the FBS level. And I think Dion's the guy to lead the show. Can you imagine if like Dion becomes its like civil rights icon for taking these HECUs <laughs> up to the FBS level? He, he's well on his way, man. He what, really is. What an impact. It's so cool what he's doing right now. And like, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I mean, and that's the thing is I hated him as a player. Even didn't even really like him in his Falcons days. Like he was a fucking prick. Yeah. Cause I was a Rams fan back in those days. I, I mean, I was, a, I was always a Steelers fan, but like, the Rams were like my because I grow they were you know local they played in Anaheim only a few miles from where I grew up in Whittier so it was like I like Jim Everett I like some of those teams that they had back then like Eric Dickerson especially dude like but I mean yeah. Dion like Dion was like just after Dickerson left but I mean yeah no and then they, when he went to the 49ers and, and then and then the Cowboys yeah, he was right a away. divisional rival of uh, the Rams both on the Falcons and the 49ers yep because the Falcons were NFC West back then. And then, uh, what's it called? Yeah, then he goes, and so you had to hate him there. And then if he becomes a Cowboys, you got to hate him even more at that yeah. point. And the fact that he helped the Cowboys beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl, that's like the ultimate fuck you, Dion. Like, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. So, yeah. He, he was a fucking complete, uh, like, A, obviously hot dog, but B, like the fact that we were, Colby and I were thinking about this. He went from the Falcons to the Niners, basically the Falcons' biggest divisional rival. Then he went from the Niners to the Cowboys, which was like that was the biggest Niners rivalry in biggest football rival. at that time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Then he goes from the Cowboys to the Redskins, you know, which is their all-time <laughs> rival. Yep. And then he goes from the Redskins to the Ravens, who is like the local rivals. So. Yeah, yeah, what a fucking dick smoke. <laughs> You're right, dude. I haven't even. Oh man, that's... see, that's but the kind of good so insight swaggy. you get with you Colby and Pat. To, you still had to appreciate him. No, dude, he was I mean, he was always good, but like I really respect what he's doing at Jackson State. And honestly, minus ten and a half seems too small for me. I would take these guys up to like minus thirteen and a half, even like I don't know if I would cross two touchdowns, but dude, I mean I it's it's probably safe up to seventeen at least, dude, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they they got to be uh, carrying so much momentum. I saw uh, Deion's son, the quarterback, just got named uh, FCS Freshman of the Year. Yeah, he's pretty um, good, dude. And that's the first time a, a historically black college player has been given that award. So he's definitely making moves all across the board. Yeah, and yeah. he is pretty good. He's a fucking four-star. He should be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, so, dude, watch out for Jackson State just in the future, dude. Like five, ten years from now. We could be talking about them being like a legit bowl contender, like you know. Like, yeah, I hope they win it this year, and Dion like makes some moves that says, "Hey, you know, that's great that the celebration bowl is happening, but we're gonna forego our, you know, invite next year if we go, and we're going to the FCS playoffs." Assuming they run the table next year or go eleven and one again, like they should skip it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they are eligible. They're they're eligible to play. Yeah, they're the eligible. FCS they would just have to take one of the at large spots, right? Because I'm not quite sure how that all works. There's 24 spots, but. There's not 24 conferences, so I mean, right? Yeah, I think I don't know if they like, yeah, how that works. I'd have to look a little more into that, but I I think I recently read that they would be allowed to if they decided to participate. They they definitely should with the amount of fucking talent they have. They could probably especially especially with all these transfers and recruits coming. Because at first, going into this year, not many people knew what this Dion experiment was going to be down there. But now right. it's like, dude, now it's like they saw that, okay, that team's dope. They're fucking not just beating teams. They are rolling up teams, dude. Like, yeah. they're beating the shit out of teams. It's a fun vibe he's creating. And then all these transfers and now a top fucking freshman recruit. Dude, this is the yeah. this is the program on the upswing, man. Like, I'm, dude, it's especially with, dude, how, how many times have you ever seen an FCS school rank in the top 50 in recruiting? Dude, that, that has never fucking happened before, dude. Like. Yeah, it's so absurd. Like I, I was looking back. I want to say that the the number of defensive backs that finish in the top like three in uh, recruiting is super rare. Uh, I want to say the last one might have been Patrick Peterson. So if that's what this kid is going to turn into, and he's playing for fucking Jackson State, he reminds me a lot of uh, Percy Harvin, who was also the number two recruit in the nation yeah. uh, years back but for Florida. Like, yeah. Dude, imagine having that guy at the S. He could win the fucking Heisman. He could. Yeah, I mean, he dude, he could do what McNair couldn't do. By the way, I listened to that McNair podcast. Have you listened to that? No. About the his murder. I imagine it was crazy. It's insane, yeah. dude. And I recommend that to anybody out there who wants to know more about the Steve McNair alleged murder suicide. Let me just leave it at that. If you thought it was always just the crazy chick he was banging and killed him and killed herself, I'm not oh. so sure about that. Some foul play. Some foul play. I there? think there might be some foul play there. All right, so yeah, we're both on Jackson State here, big time, dude. Oh, like, shit, you're gonna have to forward that to me. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I will. for sure. Uh, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we got, dude. This is the final, uh, the other national semifinal game for the FCS. South Dakota State Jackrabbits, baby, uh, going into Montana State. What is Montana State again? What's their fucking name? Bobcats. Yeah, the Bobcats. Montana State. Montana State home dog at plus five and a half, plus one ninety four money line. Uh, also in this game, over-unders, it's 47 and a half. Very interesting. I feel like these bookmakers aren't quite paying attention to FCS totals, and they're just kind of, oh, uh, yeah, throw it around there and let's see if anybody pounds it hard. We'll just adjust it from there. Like, uh, But yeah. no. <laughs> Moving a lot. Uh, yeah, so, okay, South Dakota State, uh, they're, you know, one of the premier teams, too. And, like, it's kind of funny how the, South Dakota State, North Dakota State are both, you know, the two better ones in those uh, of the Dakota schools. Uh, but dude, Mon- like I was saying at the beginning, dear, dear, dude, Montana State looks fucking legit right now. This kid, Mul- dude. Oh, you're saying uh, North Dakota State is better than North Dakota, South Dakota State is better than South Dakota. Yeah, Montana State is better than Montana. That is kind of weird. 
Yeah, right. Fuck you, uh, fuck you, uh, flagship schools. Yeah, the, the flagship states are taking the, over. The states are fucking coming. Fuck you, you. It's all about state. You know, like that's right. Yeah, fucking Dr Pepper commercial over here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, but no, I really like Montana State in this matchup at home. Getting plus one ninety four. Dude, that defense looked so good last week. Uh, like fucking a. And I okay, I'm gonna take them money line. And then I am also going to do a money line parlay with them and JMU. How about that? Boom, boom, big Dioc energy. Yeah, that's what we do over here on this show. And I encourage everybody to get in on this money line parlay. Let's just see what it's going to pay here. Uh, my one unit of three dollars and fifty cents for this, for the sake of this exercise. I'm going to probably pound these harder with other accounts I have, especially my credit line account. Because that's always fun there to get. You that's always fun to get in trouble with. Uh, my total wager is three dollars fifty cents, and my it will pay back twenty four dollars and forty nine cents for a two teamer. Let's fucking get that done. Let's go, baby. The drinks are on fucking Bowser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I will. If if you're in Ve- if if this hits and and you're in Vegas and within the next month, and you meet me at the Suncoast uh, Sportsbook Lounge. I will buy a bucket of beers for us to share. Boom. Boom. It's only, it it's only fi- high stakes. It's only 15 bucks for six blue moons. Hey, hey, man, that's the deal of the deal of the fucking century over there. Yeah, I get fucked. I just sit there and get fucked up on the uh, dude. You know, like that's a that's a no brainer. dude. That's like that's what you would get it at 7-Eleven for. And you're getting it at the sports book. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, oh, it's a little more because it's, it's 15 for six. Yeah. Seven Eleven is a little cheaper. A little more. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I'm in the fucking sports book. Yeah. And then yeah. if I'm playing the video poker machine in there, I, I get it for free. So, I mean. There it is. So, that's there what I do. That's, that's how you see, work it. Here's, here's what I do. Okay. Go in there with like 20 bucks. Tip them a few. And then play the machine to get a few free ones. And then play until you're either bored of playing. Or like, like if a game I want to really watch is on, I'm not going to be paying attention to the video poker much. And then I'll cash out. And then that's when I buy the bucket. So you get the free ones until you want to really dive in on a game, and then you bucket. Yeah. Then you bucket it up. The pre-game is essential there. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, you're uh, always gonna pre-game at home in that situation. I mean, that's, that's that goes without saying. But uh, yeah, yeah, okay. You want to do that too? Uh, yeah, I'm on Montana State. I think I am gonna touch. Uh, no, I'm already on the money line with them. Fuck it, dude. I don't even need to touch that plus five and a half. I'm a real man. Give me that plus one ninety four with the Bobcats. Uh, I like I said I like their quarterback there a lot. Go. He's a dual threat guy, even though he's a little small on the smaller stature. Uh, South Dakota State's good, but like honestly, with both South Dakota State and North Dakota State, I understand they're in the semifinals here, so they are good. They've won the games to get here, but I think it's kind of benefit of the seedings they got because of their reputations. And I, they don't look as good to me as they've been in the last couple of years. No, I mean uh, South Dakota State was number one for all of last year. This year they're coming in with three losses and a couple close wins too. Yeah. So now, yeah, they're, so, they're, they're uh, especially since it's in Bozeman. I think you're definitely smart to be taking the money line on Montana State here. Yeah, and and like I mean, South Dakota State almost lost to Villanova last week. And I mean, hey, we, we talk about it all the time. Back-to-back road games. They just played at Villanova in Philadelphia last week. Now they're going to Bozeman, Montana. Um, yeah. No, it's going to add up, man. I, traveling. That's three in a row. Three in a row for them. You yeah, know, you can't travel that much 
and not wear out. Yeah, no. Uh, like I said, dude, I, I, honestly, because I had them last week against Villanova, and I was sweating that, dude. Villanova was up seven yeah. at the half. I'm, I had them at like minus six and a half. I know. I think I had them at minus seven and a half. So I was like, fuck, I need to win, win, win by more than a touchdown. This is this ain't going to happen. And then they ended up fucking turning it on the second half. I'm not going to lie, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like they might have shot their wad there. And I think <laughs> I think Montana State is the play at home here, dude. So, well, I I would be I would love to see it. And look, I'm sure the folks in Montana. I don't know how Montana State uh, fans feel about this. They actually probably love JMU for beating Montana in the 2004 national championship, my senior year there. But uh, <laughs> but I'm sure the folks in Montana in general not too fond of James Madison. So uh, I I would I would love to see them in it. But um, Look, all of these teams. I want Montana State's uh, loss. One of their losses came at Wyoming by three. Okay, Wyoming beat Utah State, who won the Mountain West. They slaughtered Utah State, who won the Mountain West. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, my, South- Wyoming is also a Mountain West team, dude. Like they're, yeah, yeah, I exactly. Mean- they're solid. Uh, and then uh, uh, South Dakota State uh, slaughtered um, uh, Colorado State by nineteen. They're a Mountain West team. All these teams, South Dakota State. North Dakota State, Montana State, Montana, even North Dakota and South Dakota, all Sam, six of them Sam Houston should just State. go to the uh, Mountain West. Oh. Yes, yeah, so, well, Sam Houston State, I think, is coming up to the. Uh, They're going to like the big the tw- whack. The whack, yeah, 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 the new whack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, you're the new whack. Right, you're right, dude. The Dakotas and the Montanas should all join the Mountain West and so- start like a super Mountain West conference, dude. That, would, that I think that'd be a yeah, great... and they they could totally hang from day one for sure, for sure, and like. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else we would throw on that besides the Montanas and the Dakotas? I think that's that works. Ah, uh, so I, sure I almost want to throw like we, I almost want to throw like Weber State in there. Are they? Uh, yeah, they could. They could totally jump. Imagine like, uh, especially since BYU is leaving, then uh, Weber State versus well, BYU is an independent becoming. Yeah, so like Weber yeah, State, but they're going Big Twelve no, now. No, maybe think of that now is. Uh, Utah State and Weber State played last night in basketball, and that was one of your picks. Was Utah State that you gave me, and that, or that was on the sheet? And and Utah State. Oh shit! Won they were playing last. Night. Yeah. Oh, snap! Snap! So uh, you don't even know that you had this pick that I went on. That's <laughs> hilarious, uh, <laughs> dude. But- there's so many fucking picks. Like you know, you know how I pick. Like there's so many games every day that I'm picking. Yeah, because you're doing every like- single game against the spread, dude. It's like you, you're yeah. not gonna know the ins and outs of each one at a certain point you're like i have a little system here what, what, what do we well, got? well you know what it is it's completely by feel and and having done it for like three or four years and knowing like okay they're about the same as them they're about the same as them and then you see one that sticks out like a sore thumb and you go okay lock you know but other than that like it's just like uh that's how okay, i felt about ucla teams- that's how i felt about that ucla marquette game last week it was like six and a half seven or whatever i'm like that's this should be a double digit line dude like this is this is this something small. Yeah. And it got close there at the end. I was kind of sweating that, but like I'm pretty sure I locked up UCLA on that one. Yeah, no, that that was kind of an easy. I think I I think you, me, Nick, Colby, like I think a lot of us locked that up, dude. Cause I, yeah. I, I need I need to get on that spreadsheet with you guys for next year for basketball, dude. Like You should. You should jump on it, man. The more the merrier. Yeah, because like I, I do bet a lot of college basketball. Like I will bet upwards of five to fifteen games a day in college basketball. So Jeez. I mean Jeez. It just depends on what I like. Because sometimes there's a Saturday where I really like a lot of good matchups. You know, like like there's yeah, you're, you're always gonna get those. But uh, all right, so that is our FCS picks. Um, yeah, so we both agree on, dude. We both agree on all three of them too. We both like the 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 dogs to win, 
And especially due to the fact that uh, well, JMU's on the road, but uh, they're battle tested. I, I think they got. I think they can hang hang in the situation. But if, if I'm going to say, hey, double up on this one, I would say Jackson State. I think that's going to be a blowout. I think that's going to be over in the second quarter. Really? Yeah, yeah. It, it might be. I mean, I think uh, yeah, ten and a half. It's just enough points where if South Dakota State, I, I, I mean, if Jackson State lets off the gas, then. You know, it could be a backdoor situation, but I think yeah, you're right. I think they're like 17 points better. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably a pretty good play. Yeah, like I, I feel those like... other games are so close that it's hard to feel confident in them. Yeah, but... yeah, that's why I feel like honestly, there's they're, they're I think they're kind of coin toss situations, both of them. So you might as well take like a, the plus 172 juice and plus 194 juice and, and have a little bit more fun because you only need one of them to hit at that point, really. Like, yeah, I actually I actually think uh, both of them are good plays on the spread. Uh, the money line plays that's where it becomes more of like a 50 50 deal right, um, i'm gonna i'm gonna but, do i'm gonna do both on the spread based on uh your advice there uh and i'm gonna parlay that too how about that okay nice nice yeah let's have a little fun with it. like i said we're having fun with this all right yeah exactly we're gonna make you know it's all about spreading these units out um you know if you guys diversify the portfolio yeah 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 we don't want to uh like see like the money line plays that's more of a uh options trade you know it's, it's a little more high risk high reward but th- yeah. this we're going more into more of a secure etf you know like, <laughs> going wall street on my ass over here <laughs> yeah dude uh you know hey anybody needs financial advice i won't give it to you but like legally i can't say i can give you financial advice but like I mean, there's a few things. There's a few tricks I I picked up in my years doing business management. Uh, I'm not the. There you go. I'm not as stupid as I look. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, dude. So let's get into some of these bowl games, some of these matchups. Uh, uh, one, a couple of these have stuck out to me. Uh, to, it's actually the first one that's listed on here. It's another 9 a.m. game. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, that South Dakota Montana State game, 11 a.m. Saturday. So, dude, there's some good shit going on Saturday morning coming up, dude. Like and. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. We got Toledo versus Middle Tennessee State. Uh, let's see. How much? How many units do I have left here? I have three units left, Pat. So we're going to make these count. Um, and I, there's one that I know I already like that I want to. I'll probably blow it up on it with a different account, too. But definitely going to do it for the sake of this little exercise we're doing here. Because, you, know, la- you know, I keep doing this. Uh, just take whatever's in there. Load it all up on a bunch of different bets. And I keep playing on the same like forty bucks every week, and it just kind of yeah. and it just kind of floats between like twenty five and forty five bucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, one of these days you're gonna hit on one of these fucking parlays, and it's gonna sky, well, dude. Sky actually, that's, that's what happened. I actually hit a hundred to one uh, par, par, NFL parlay prop a few weeks ago on this same money. I, was, I put forty bucks in on this a while ago, and then I ran it up to like three seventy, and then I pulled the cash out, a bunch of cash out on it because I was like. Yeah, yeah, I don't need all that in there, you know. Oh, but then I kind of went on another it's... heater, ran it up, and then I fucking lost a bunch back. I got it almost down to nothing, and then I built it back up like halfway. So, you know. See, you're, you're, you're cashing out, though, is the, is the key thing. Well, I'm getting Every my... now and then you do a nice little cash out. I'm getting my reward. Yeah, I did the cash out, but more important, I'm getting my rewards points for the casino. And I've ran up just on this account alone. I've bet like seven, eight grand with them on the year. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're like my total handle. But fire, it's, fire mileage. But it's like so many times I'm winning and then I just put the winnings right back into something, you know, and then. So I haven't I haven't lost that much, but I have played that much. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking Toledo here. I think 
I've watched them enough in the action. Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Middle Tennessee State's not really impressing me. What do you think? I mean, Middle Tennessee is a uh, five and six bowl team. You can't imagine that they're uh, particularly like thrilled to even be in the bowl. They probably yeah, didn't they... anticipate going. Exactly. So yeah, I think Toledo is the safe play there. I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil that one in for right now. I mean, you look at Toledo's losses: a three point loss against Notre Dame, a two point loss against uh, Northern Illinois, who won the MAC, a three point overtime time loss against Central Michigan, a three point loss against Eastern Michigan. Like all their losses are really close, or else they wouldn't be seven and five. They'd be uh they'd be like ten and two, you know, or eleven and one. So I think they're definitely the play here. All right. So, um, moving on, we'll figure, Hey, let's, let's, uh, here's what we'll do is we'll highlight which one we'd like. And then, uh, we'll narrow because like, I just, I'm counting it right now. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games coming up. And I have three units left. So let's figure out the best three out of these eight in these bowl games. For okay. This week. Beautiful. All right. So far, I think Toledo's one of the plays at minus 10. I, I, I really kind of like this. Toledo plays some fucking defense too. Like, you know, a lot of those Mac games are fucking like 52 to 48 fucking shootouts. Toledo's one of those teams that actually can play defense in a high scoring environment. And I think that's that's so there's something to be said about that. That's true. They've only let up uh, more than 31 time this yeah. entire year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so that's pr- pretty damn good. Yeah. They, they, uh, are so you got to do with, okay. The next one, we got coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois. I don't even know what these bulls are. And I think that's even better. I, it's, Hey, we're not going to do any fucking free corporate advertising here. We're just going to talk <laughs> about the matchups. You know, you can figure out if it's the fucking, uh, the dick liquor dingle the, the dingleberry jam bowl or the fucking <laughs> the glory hole bowl whatever the there fuck you go. yeah whatever the fuck you want the, <laughs> flavor of the week <laughs> yeah whatever the bob hope bowl <laughs> right as, as colby says the uh the chimichanga bowl yeah yeah the chimichanga <laughs> the nacho supreme bowl the, That's right. they should have the beef supreme bowl just have the guy from idiocracy in there <laughs> <laughs> what is that uh I've only uh, was it that's a, that's the Luke Wilson one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, that's we're, a fucking great one. Goes to the future, and everybody's fucking uh, half a retard. Um, right. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, no, but you know that guy who plays Beef Supreme in that? It's actually Owen and Owen and Luke Wilson's brother. He is the third Wilson really? brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna not, look this stuff now. Not Beef many Supreme <laughs> idiocracy. Yeah, not many people know. Oh this shit. One. Um, that's fucking great. Yeah, no, dude, he's class with the fucking flamethrower, dude. That guy's badass. All right, next up, we got Coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois getting plus ten and a half. My, you kidding me, dude? You're telling me right now I can get plus ten and a half with fucking Rocky Lombardi at quarterback? Oh, yes, I don't know. The grandson dude. of Vince Lombardi himself. I cash nice on these guys at like plus one forty five money line in their conference in the MAC championship game, dude. Uh. But I, at the same time, oh, man, I'm, am I really going to go two max schools in a row here? That seems kind of dicey. But one was a conference <laughs> champion. Uh, wh- why shouldn't I take the points here, dude? Because they've been lucky in so many of their games. I know. Uh, I don't. But at a certain point, so l- luck becomes wins. skill. Like, it becomes a, yeah, it becomes a fucking a thing you can do. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It becomes skill until you play a good team like Coastal Carolina, like, they played Michigan and they lost by 50. I'm staying away from this one. This is definitely going to be one of the five I don't touch. But I will say this, that uh, I do like Rocky Lombardi. Uh, I think plus 10.5 seems fun. Uh, this game has teaser written all over it for me. I would tease the shit out of that up to plus 16.5 and, and really like my chances there. 
There but, you go. And there you go. Plus, Tom McCammick is my, maybe one of the more likable coaches in football. Yeah, Fat yeah. Albert. Fat Albert of uh, coaching. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, I, I, I have a little – I have a soft spot in my heart because they got Rocky Lombardi at quarterback. As, as, an, yeah. as a part Italian, dude – uh, Probably the coolest name in, in sports history. Let's yeah, honest. yeah. I mean, the fact that he is Vince Lombardi's grandson, like, it's, yeah. like it's completely legit. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's he's not some poser out here just cashing in on. Oh no, my dad's fucking uh, Dave Lombardi. He fucking yeah. Uh, you know he he, <laughs> he worked at the county plant. Uh, my dad's name was Dave. Right. He worked at the county plant. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, my fucking grandpa's the the Super Bowl trophy is named after my grandpa. Yeah, that's fucking legitimacy. Yeah, right there. and you're gonna give this guy ten and a half points in a bowl game. I'm just saying. I'm like, that's a that's a fun angle Touché. to bet that on. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we got Appalachian State, Western Kentucky, uh, Western Kentucky getting three. Um, now, I, dude, I've been kind of following both these teams this year because I, I like Western Kentucky how they brought in that offensive coordinator from Houston Baptist. And they have scored some fucking points this year, dude. Like this, this oh, guy yeah, is. I want to say they were like a top five offense in the country. Yeah, uh, this guy is the probably. When you talk about like an upcoming, I can't even fucking think of the dude's name right now, but he's probably the uh, next big uh, yeah. thing offensively. The way Mike Leach was with the air raid at one point, the way that uh, uh, Chip Kelly was with his or hurry up at Oregon at one point, like. He really this, oh, Tyson Helton. Yeah. Wow, is that uh, Clay Helton's uh, brother? I think it is his brother. Yeah, interesting. Like, um, no, dude, like he did big things at Houston Baptist. Now he and immediately translated the FBS, like going from Division two to FBS, and immediately having that system translate out of school, like Western Kentucky. It's not like he came in and did it with a bunch of talent somewhere, you know? Like, yeah, like, that's true. Like, so I. Western Kentucky getting three here, plus 116 money line. Uh, that being said, Appalachian State's no joke, dude. They're a physical fucking defense. Uh, they, they've played pretty much everybody close this year, from what I remember. Uh, ball hair away from beating Miami. Well, I feel like they got a hot job in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, I mean, Miami hit a lucky field goal, almost missed it at the end to take the win. Yeah. And then App State's only two other losses were, to, uh, were both at Louisiana, who's a damn good team. So... Um, they beat Coastal uh, by three, and everyone else they pretty much slaughtered. So, App State's a damn oh no, Marshall they squeaked by. So they See, are this... they will play a close game against a good team. Yeah, yeah, I think I think this is a one of those cool like match kind of matchups you see in bowl games, and this is why I kind of like smaller conference football better because you do see true conference contrast and styles where like you'll see you know a legit wishbone option team play an air raid team. You know, like like, yeah. like complete extremes from each other. And, you know, that was a cool thing about watching the fucking uh, FCS playoffs last week. Just one little more note on that is I feel like they, those teams run offenses that more resemble like 1980s, 1990s NFL offenses than any other program. Even the NFL does now. Like you're talking, uh, which conference is this? I was just wa- watching, watching like that East, Eastern Tennessee, North Dakota State game, or where both teams have fullbacks out there, age backs. Like, oh yeah, they're they're running like old school style I formation shit. It's like, well, there's two things that contribute to that. Is definitely one, and I'm sure obviously you're fucking aware of this. Anyone who watched the sport could tell this, but uh, a the quarterbacks aren't being protected as heavily. They're letting them play. They're letting them hit the fucking quarterback which is great. So you don't have, and then be the, the quarterbacks just aren't as talented in the first place. So, you know, you can't rely on exclusively passing. You got to do some different shit to move the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's fucking beautiful. 
Some, NFL is boring as hell. Yeah. It's a very, very exciting play calling going on at these levels. All right. Um, I'm kind of leaning Western Kentucky. I might put that one in there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But Dude, once again. What's the, what's the over-under on that game? 66 and a half. 66 and a half. Dude, I'm looking right now. Uh, Western Kentucky's lowest scoring game of the season was 31 points. So uh, I think they're very capable of, you know, doing their part of that. You know, it's just whether uh, whether absolutely, yeah, absolutely going to run the ball and, and drain the clock and slow it down to where it's going to be hard to get that number. You know, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe you don't touch that. Yeah. So right, right now, I have two units left, and I, I, I can make an argument for both App State and Western Kentucky here. So therefore, I'm going to stay away. Now, next up, we got UTEP Fresno State. This is an interesting one because UTEP kind of backdoored their way into this bowl game. A lot of people didn't think they were going to be much going into the season. They ended up being seven and five, dude. So like. Shout out to fucking the the uh, you t- the, uh, the the school of Tim Hardaway. Uh, there it is, the UTEP two step. Yeah, is he mm. the most famous alum- uh, pro athlete to come out of there? He's got to be, right? Got to be, got to be. Who is it? Jordan Palmer was the only other one that I can even recall. I'm sure there's a, a ton. That yeah, Jordan you know, Palmer is no Tim Hardaway. All right, we need the database on here. He'll hit us with 50 pros that came out of UTEP. Yeah. He'll hit us with a fucking swimming pro that came out of UTEP. <laughs> it's a, some golfer from 1947 that fucking went there back when they were still Texas Western. Um, That's right. Colby's got that one on the tip of his tongue. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I kind of like Fresno State here. 12 and a half, dude. I saw what they did in the Rose Bowl to my UCLA Bruins. I kind of predicted not just i didn't want to see that coming i totally saw that one coming uh their quarterback hayner is a fucking baller that guy took a yeah. ucla took blitzed him almost every down and get and pounded him time after time and he just kept getting up and making yeah. the throw in the in the face of the hit every time you got to give this guy i uh that being said though 10 12 and a half seems like a lot in this one dude so i i don't know maybe uh maybe this is another one where i just yeah, kinda... utep is a good team Here's the thing. I see what the next oh, one I really, fun. really like, and then I see a couple more that I kind of like coming up. So, uh, if I got to put a gun to my uh, head, well, well, what do you think on YouTube? I, I was gonna say, uh, interesting thing here is that uh, I don't know if you saw the whole thing with uh, uh, Hayner going into the transfer portal once uh, DeBauer uh, went to Washington, and then Fresno goes and hires uh, Jeff Tedford back again, and. Uh, Hayner says, you know, it's screwed. I'm staying at Fresno. Yeah. Uh, Tedford was the guy who originally recruited him there. So uh, that said, I, I do think that maybe DeBauer not being there is a bit of an issue for Fresno. So I think maybe you roll UTEP here. Okay. Yeah, dude, that is, that is a very good angle. Uh, I do kind of like Tedford back from his SC, uh, Cal days when he would stick it up SC's ass. So. Um, oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, but here's I here. wouldn't touch it, though. I wouldn't okay. touch it. Next one is one I really, really like. So I'm just going to already pop this one in right now. Um, BYU is only minus six and a half against Alabama Birmingham. Yeah. Super lock. Dude, super lock this shit. Yeah, this is fucking like, I, like I, I'm going to go to my other account and throw a lot more than 350 on this one because I love this matchup. This is Saturday, 1230 p.m. Um, get in on this, dude. Like, Hopefully you listen to this between now and then because yeah, this minus six and a half, they are beating Alabama Birmingham by more than a touchdown, Patty. I can guarantee you that, dude. Like, yeah, that's true. All right, uh, Louis- Shreveport, Louisiana, slight home field advantage for UAB, but I, I doubt we're going to see a packed stadium here. No, no. But yeah, no. The, the spread is way too small. Way too small, and I also feel like BYU probably feels like they're getting disrespected here. 
Like they should be in a bigger, higher profile are. matchup. They should they should definitely be playing a, a better tier school here. And not only that, uh, with a lot of these bowl games, you just never know who's going to opt out. Fucking ten minutes before kickoff, not a bunch of twenty five year old Mormons. These guys are committed yeah, to right. the cause, dude. Um, that's so right. uh, that's what it's one thing. Absolutely true. You, you always got to give BYU credit for the 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 loyalty to their sister wives. All right. Um, next up, we got. <laughs> I had to, I had to sneak that in there. Next up, we got Liberty. Speaking of fucking religious fanatics, and Eastern Michigan. <laughs> um, Eastern Michigan getting nine and a half. Uh, I'm not even reading the money lines on some of these bigger ones because, like, who cares? Uh, but it, this one, uh, Eastern Michigan is plus two sixty. Yeah. Liberty is minus three forty. Uh, what do you think, Patty? Uh, I'm I'm not feeling <laughs> anything strong one way or the other here. Well, I know that Eastern Michigan, uh, Colby's been a Chris Creighton like fanatic for years now, and I'm waiting for the guy. I mean, based on where Eastern Michigan was, he's done a great job. The fact that he's getting bowling most years is very impressive, but his, his staple is close games, no matter what. And the fact that Liberty probably a little overrated, they haven't played up to what they were last year. Yeah. They're not nearly as good as they were last year. Quarterback. Yeah. I'm saying nine and a half, the easy play is Eastern Michigan here because they keep so many games close. And That's you know, just their style of football. And I was going to say, too, man, if this was – if this game – because they're at plus 260 money line. I was going to say, if this game was – at because I like Eastern Michigan here, too. If this was at – I'm actually making this my third pick, I, I think, unless we, we see oh, this wow. next one we, we really like. Uh, dude, on, honestly, though, like if this game was on that gray turf at Eastern Michigan – I would be like money line lock this fucker up, but this is a neutral oh, site yeah. bowl game, so yeah, just give me the nine and a half here. I'm with you on that, dude. Like I, I like them. Uh, and the thing with Liberty is like, um, like I don't know, like the Liberty Flames, like they're this religious school, and then they have like an old <laughs> old like a 1980s gay slur as their mascot. There, there's some there's some closeted <laughs> repression going. <laughs> There's a there's a lot to unpack right. over there, dude. And so that's right. Who's the guy? Uh, Jerry uh, Falwell. Yeah, yeah, Jerry Falwell. Now his son Jerry Falwell Jr. runs it, and he okay, just he it. just had that that scandal. Because uh, first off, Jerry Falwell lost his virginity to his mom in an outhouse. Uh, I don't know if you remember okay. that. Uh, sure. <laughs> you remember that? The, that was the hustler. Relatable. Car- that was the hustler no, cartoon that, that got could- Larry uh, Flint in trouble and sent him to the Supreme Court. Was him saying. Uh, doing a cartoon that Jerry Falwell lost his virginity to his mom and house. But Jerry Falwell Jr. turns out that, like, his wife was, like, banging dude, Like, he, his wife was cucking him out and, like, banging dudes in front of him and all kinds of shit. Like, oof. So, oof. Getting a little, uh... So, dude, little, um, just for that, I will usually fade cuck. the Liberty Cucks. That's usually what I like to call them. So, uh, but we've got one last one. Cuck conservative. <laughs> yeah, we got two more here. Uh, Oregon State minus seven and a half against Utah By the way, State. Something related to the game. Uh, Liberty's lost three in a row, so that that should. Yeah, happen. yeah. I feel like the wheels are kind of falling Michigan off the wagon there. And also, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, dude, I'm on Eastern Michigan here. Okay, Oregon State minus seven and a half. Who's the? Well, we gotta we gotta uh, wrap this up here in a couple. Yeah, minutes. let's let's wrap let's wrap let's rock. Because uh, I got another thing we got to do real quick too. So, uh, snap. Let's go. All right, Oregon State minus seven and a half. Utah State. Uh, uh, whatever bowl this is, uh, gun to my head, I like Oregon State. Uh, but Utah State looks fucking pretty goddamn dominant against San Diego State in that uh Mountain West Championship game. 
That being said, San Diego State had like fucking 18 guys out with COVID. So it's kind yeah. of, I, I feel like it's really hard to get a read on Utah State right now. I But I do think because of what they did to San Diego State, that's why this line is where it is. I think normally a, just a Pac-12 team versus a Mountain West team in a bowl game like this would normally, especially a Pac-12 team that was like a game away from winning their division. Uh, dude, th- this normally would be a 10 plus point spread easy, but you're getting at seven and a half now because of this them beating up a, having a fraudulent winning in San Diego state. How about I say it like that? Uh, uh yeah, I guess I, I wouldn't touch this thing at all, man. I, th- this yeah. Is yeah. I, this me. is another one I'm staying away from, but if I got gun to my head, I'm going Oregon state. Uh, and also I think they win this game outright. So you might want to tease this down to minus one and a half. I think that could be, end up being the play here. If, if you're a teaser type of person, yeah, that might, that is probably the play. That is probably the play. All right. Um, so we got Marshall and, La Fi is the next one. That's the final game of the day. 6.16 p.m. on Saturday. Marshall's plus five. Lafayette's minus five. Uh, I, dude, I don't know, man. Uh, I I was kind of th- I was thinking about this game earlier. Uh, like, it's like Lafayette's been pretty fucking good, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've been great. They, they won. The Sun Belt was way up. You know, it's been up. And here they go, 12 and one again. Yeah, uh, their I think only it's... loss was against Texas. They've won twelve straight. Yeah, so this minus five—that seems like the no-brainer on this one. Um, yeah, that, that's taking candy from a baby. I don't have any units left on this. So, okay, now the question is: Do I replace? Let's go back up. Um, do I replace the Toledo matchup or the Eastern Michigan matchup with this Lafayette game? I feel like uh, I feel like this is a safer would, play than Toledo. I think it's a safer play than either one. Whichever one you want to go, I think this is a very good play. Yeah, I kind of like I like fading Liberty there because that's a lot more fun to root against the Cucks. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go Lafayette minus five against Marshall. Uh, I think that's the best way to do this. So that's going to be that element of the show. Pat, thank you for helping me with that part. Now we got another part oh, because my pleasure. I did the, I'm in this $25 fucking NFL pick'em contest. It's just straight pick'ems. Uh there's no fucking point spreads. It's just blah who's going to win, who's going to lose. Uh the weekly prize is 10 grand. Sometimes one person wins it. Uh I saw a couple weeks ago where like 19 people split it. I was like that would suck to have the winning card that week but have to share with 18 other people cuz it's like you yeah. know you're, you're cut at that point it's kind of nothing. But it's only 25 bucks to enter. It's through William Hill. Uh, it's a lot of fun. But let's fucking do this. Uh, I'll tell you what the home team. Uh, I'll tell you the home team last. So Washington football team at the Eagles. What do you think? Ooh, I think I Washington's mean, been hit hard with injuries and COVID. You know. Yeah, what's uh, what's the deal with the old uh, fucking Heineke? Is he, is he back on this week or what's up? Uh, I think he's I out. It looks, it. Like, it looks like it's going to be uh, – uh, what's his name going to start? Allen. Kyle Allen's going to start, and Hyen Key's going to. I say Eagles. Uh, it's in Philly. Um, I think they're kind of getting yeah. it together. I think they're in a better position, and I think Chase Young is out for Washington. So I think that's kind of all right. Panthers, yeah, you're right. You're Panthers right. at Bills. That's easy. Bills. We don't even need to fucking talk about that one. Like, there's no yeah. like uh, Jets at Dolphins. Uh, I think you got to go Dolphins here, right? Jets at Dolphins. Uh. What a shit fest. But yeah, I guess you got to go Dolphins here. Uh, Cowboys Dolphins are better than I thought. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, they're on a five game winning streak over there. And you know what sucks is I had them on these like adjusted win total unders that I was not sweating at all a few weeks ago, and now I'm sweating them because they went on a five game winning streak. <laughs> they're on fire. Yeah, and, and they're getting the Jets this week, and so I kind of hope the Jets uh, win that one. But for the sake of this card. I think the Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. I feel like you got to go to the Cowboys. Uh, Mike Glennon starting for the fucking Giants. Of course. Uh, Good Lord. Packers at Ravens. I think this is an Aaron Rodgers fuck you spot. I'm I'm with the Packers on this one. Oh, what a good game. But, yeah, I guess you got to go Packers. Uh, over under on that. That's another thing on this card. So, over under 48 and a half. What are you thinking? I mean, I think the Packers will do their part. I'm not sure the Ravens will do their part. Yeah, I feel like the Packers are good for 30 points. Uh, let's do the under there. Yeah, I think that's a safer play. Uh, Titans at Steelers. We're both Steelers fans. Let's go Steelers. Yeah, why not? You know, They need it. They need it. Yeah, this is a kind of a must-win spot for them. And it's also Mike Tomlin as an underdog at home. You don't see that very often. Let's fucking, uh, you know, let's go against the public on this for sure. Tomlin's uh, like what? 12-year uh, over five or 500 or over streak on the line here coming yeah. up. So he's got to start getting ahead of He's got to get some wins. Yep. Uh, Texans at Jaguars. Okay. If you would ask me this a couple days ago, I would have been on the fence. Now that we know Urban Meyer is officially fired as fucking coach, and that, that's the whole reason why I want to do this because I just wanted to bring this up. Now that Urban Meyer, <laughs> which I called the beginning of the – if you go back to my NFL AFC South preview, I believe I said he wasn't going to make it to Thanksgiving. I was wrong. He made it a couple weeks past Thanksgiving, <laughs> but he didn't make it to Christmas. Uh, he's not going to have a happy new year. And I don't know if you saw the story <laughs> that, that broke this week about him, right, with Josh Lambeau, the kicker. Oh, God. So he like Josh Lambo, the mean, kicker, was lunging, and Urban Meyer walked up to him and said, "Hey, dipshit, don't miss so many fucking kicks or something like that," and kicked him. And so, like, <laughs> so he gets fired. It's uh, big bully energy. <laughs> anytime there's a hated coach like that, you got to fucking dude. The second I saw that, when I I saw that, the second I woke up this morning, and I immediately, my friend, immediately. Hopped on my sportsbook accounts and started placing bets on the Jaguars this, this weekend because they <laughs> are going to rally. They're going to rally behind not having to play for fucking Urban Meyer anymore. Mark my <laughs> words. Uh, it opened. I, I first got it at minus three and a half this morning. By the time I got over the other account, it was at minus four over there already. It's up to minus four and a half now. It, it'll probably close at like minus six because heavy money. Houston was. I think money was coming out in Houston, but now, dude, you got to go against the team. Go on the team that hated their coach. Wait. Money's coming in on uh, Jacksonville hard right now. Uh, I, I well, yeah, yeah, because it went from like three and a half. We're to coming four. in on Houston. It's coming. It was. It was coming on Houston, but now it's bounced back a point the other way on for Jacksonville. So everyone's got the same uh, same, same vibe as you. I think. They, so. I mean, think, yeah, uh, they think they they're gonna rally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just Urban. You really. I do feel like. Oh, well, also, that means get it now. Get it now. These are probably the two worst teams in the NFL. And the Texans beat them at home in week one. Uh, so I kind of feel like, I don't know if they're, it's, it's hard to beat the same team twice in a year. So, I mean, this is a lot of time. This is a lot of time to spend handicapping a game between the two. Number worst one teams. pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. This could be for the, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. another reason why the Jaguars were so bad, they'll fuck themselves out of the first pick in the draft. <laughs> All right. <laughs> beautiful all right so uh next up we got cardinals at lions i mean we got dude i gotta take arizona here dude like i i i, I can't in good faith take fucking the the detroit they've already won one game this year and tied another 
<laughs> and I can't believe they tied the Steelers. That's, I'm still fucking just furious about that. All right, Falcons yeah. at 49ers. I think you got to go San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Um, that, that seems like a no-brainer. Bengals at Broncos. That's an interesting one. I'm kind of on the Bengals here. Yeah, I think they're ahead of them. The uh, AFC North is a very competitive division. So yeah, it's hard to say whether these teams would be better in another division. They lost in overtime at home to San Francisco last week. And I don't know. I feel like this is a get right for them game this week, even though they're on the road. But they've looked okay in a couple of road games this year. I, I don't know. I, I It's hard for me to take Denver right now, even though uh, this is a coin flip, really. But I'm going to go Bengals. Denver sitting at seven and six. Both are seven and six. Yeah, it is a coin flip. I'll go Bengals. All right. Seahawks at Rams. Uh, I think the Seahawks have given up on the season. So I think it's kind of hard to go against the Rams at home here. So yeah, Rams are rolling. Uh, over under 49 and a half on that one. That's where it gets interesting. I'll say this. I could see the Rams throwing up 35 to 45 on their own in this one. Over is the play for, for sure. Yep. Uh, Bucks at Saints or Saints at Bucks. Now, did you know this that Tom Brady, as a member of the Bucks, has not beat the Saints yet in the regular season? This is gonna be their fourth matchup. He beat them last year in the playoffs. But he has not beat them. Uh, how many? Uh, how many of those were against Drew Brees? Two. They, they, Two. They had that big game where he threw some ugly interceptions earlier this season in in the Superdome. So, gotcha. You got to figure he'll get the better of that. I'm yeah, bucks on that. He's eleven point favorite here. I do like taking the eleven with the Saints. I, I do think. Uh, I don't know. Sean Payton's a great coach, dude. And in a Sunday, this is a Sunday night game too. You give me, give me him in a primetime game, giving getting that many points. I like him getting the eleven points, but for the sake of this pick him card, yeah, we're going Bucks at home. All right, and then the final game: Vikings at Bears. The Bears, the Bears. I like that too, dude. I think they're plus one sixty five money line, so you can get some home juice there. Uh, one thing. That is not on this card because I believe this is a. Wait, I'm not going the Bears. I just want to say the Bears, Bears. but no, Nagy's on his way out. Vikings is a play here for me. It it is. I am going Bears though. I am because uh, Kirk Cousins in prime time is usually not too good, (laughs) and he just won a game against the Steelers, and now he's got to go on the on the road in prime time. Twice, twi- two weeks in a row. There's no way he pulls it off twice. They they lay an egg, and they're without Adam Thielen too. So uh, they're gonna yeah. the Bears are gonna be able to double cover Justin Jefferson. Give me the Bears. There it is. That's what I'm doing. I might I might I might end up changing that one though. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Patriots game is not on here. Patriots Colts. That is a Saturday game. Uh, I do like the Patriots. If you're picking that, uh, it's not often that you get Bill Belichick. As a fucking uh, as an underdog, so I always yeah. say, anytime you can get Bill Belichick no. getting points, just take it, you know, and then let let the math work in your favor, you know, eight times out of ten or whatever the fuck it's going to happen. Um, yeah. But what's up with Mac Jones though? Is he uh, is he playing or dude? He could I start. He, like he could probably thumb. start a fullback back there and still fucking win a game. You know, I mean, that's true. That's true. It's, thank it's you. Belichick we're talking about. Here. We're talking about a guy who's just a little bit different than everybody else. But that is the show for this week. Pat, thank you so much for joining me, buddy. Um, where can people Dude, find you? My pleasure. 
They can find listen. me on Twitter at Patty C831. And they can find the college Rocking experience. And talking shit. College basketball experience and the college football experience. Two separate feeds over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe to both of those. And uh and download the app so you can where uh any you know anywhere where you download your apps for your uh tablet or phone, you can uh get in on that spreadsheet action because you guys are putting out a lot of good work there. Look, I just took his picks after six PM last night and that went six and one. So I don't know what everybody else is doing with their life. I went up five units yesterday. And uh-uh. with what we just put in on uh on these games right now, uh it's gonna go up a lot more. So uh there it is. Make sure you guys follow this show on Instagram and Twitter at LuxOpsPod. Um, also, you can, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, give us a five-star review and leave a rating. And don't forget, you know, if you really want to help out this holiday season, go over to MyBookie and use that and deposit on that promo link. If you've signed up and you haven't deposited yet, get that deposit in because I am giving out free picks. And guess what? Because there's some stuff coming up that I love betting on that you can't bet on here in Vegas. You can only bet on at mybookie.ag and other places like that. But you got the NBA dunk contest coming up in February. You got the fucking like Super Bowl prop bets that you can't get anywhere else. Like this is where you bet on the national anthem going over under a minute forty five or whatever. This is where you bet on <laughs> I think they're gonna dump red fucking Gatorade on the coach at the end of the Super Bowl. This is where you gotta go for the real DJ action. So make sure you go to mybookie.ag, right. use promo code LSH, tell them the Lux Ops here podcast that Scott Bowser sent you. Dude, this is a fun episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. God bless you, and keep gambling.